0: Uh, I don't have an opening text for today. Um, I just want to preach to you something that, just something small, and I, I hope that it uh, registers in this day and age. And I just want to uh, I want to echo something that God laid on my heart. So uh, today I'm going to talk uh, about this topic. Don't touch the thermostat. <laughs> don't touch the thermostat. How many of you have got a father that's ever said that to you? Well, how many of you have a father that has said that before? (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And I'm going to try not to keep you long because I know um, you have a full day of hanging out with the kids and eating steaks, hopefully, and uh, enjoying yourself. And so, but uh, let's go to to God one more time and ask him to bless us and to bless this message. Would you bow your heads with me one more time? Dear God, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you, God, for this moment. Thank you, God, for this hour. Lord, I pray that you speak to our hearts. I pray, God, that you, O Lord, cultivate the soil of our soul. Lord that your word uh, germinate and take root and strengthen us and grow us God and grow every father in this house every man in this house God prepare us and strengthen us help me God as a as a preacher today help me God speak your word with boldness and clarity God we need you today we thank you and in your name I pray in Jesus name would you clap your hands (laughs) praise God Jesus name amen amen Hallelujah. Praise God. High five a dad next to you before you're seated. (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) Let me just say it this way. And it's as simple as it can be, and I'm going to prove it scripturally, but small things can dictate big things right I, i'm looking at it right now right now i'm looking at, at brother barkley and i know who dictates brother barkley all right <laughs> it's not brother barkley by the way <laughs> we we all as husbands probably have that that wife next to us who can whisper a little word to make this whole head turn right? Bible says it clearly that the, the man is the head of the household, right? But we all know it's the wife that turns the head. She's that neck on that body. And so she will dictate many times where that goes. But James speaks and highlights several things in chapter 3 and verse 3. He says, behold, we put bits In the horses' mouths, that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which, though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm whithersoever the governor listeth. And so even the tongue, the Bible says, is a little member that boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature and is set on the fire of hell. Now I'm not trying to talk about what we say today. I'm not going to focus on the tongue. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to give us focus on that little dial, that little knob that you turn, or that little box, we have two of them in this house, that thermostat that dictates and controls the environment of the room and the environment of our houses. I don't know about you, but I live in a house growing up. We weren't allowed to touch that thing. I had a dad that set the temperature, that had it in such a way and in such a degree. And, and, and I don't, it was you just don't play with it. You don't click the little things next to it. And, and I remember my mom would walk by it all the time. This is something about my mom. She uh, loves to, to play with that thermostat. She loves to play with the thermostat in your own house, too. Um, beware, if you have my mom at your house, she's going to probably find a way to adjust that temperature with. Without You knowing, at least that's what she does at my house. She goes, it's too cold in here, Nathan. My nose is cold. My nose. And then I'm like, that's why we have blankets. Praise God. Go blanket up. As you all know, as your pastor, this is, if you're, it's not your first time here, I like to keep it in a nice, cool temperature where you can hang meat. And so it's, it's vital and important. Don't touch the thermostat. Yeah. This morning, as I taught this lesson in the 10 a.m. hour, I'm like, man, it's hot in here today. And I walked over, and no one change the thermostat to, to where it was supposed to be. It was 75. I'm like, that's why I'm dying in here. I had to quickly push it down to 70. So I want us to understand the vital function, the important function of a thermostat is simply to set the temperature of an environment. I know that's not too crazy deep, but let me go ahead and speak to the fathers right now and say this. It is your job, dads, to set the environment in your house. It is absolutely your position, your role, and your duty to set the temperature in your house. Fathers, you have the ability and you have the right to set the environment in your home. You have the ability and the right to protect it. And I hope you do that today. I hope that you understand that protecting the environment of your home is so vital in this day and this very hour. We have a lot of things that are seeping into everybody's houses. We have a lot of things that are changing ever so slightly, a degree here and a degree here, changing the environment of every person's home in this room today. There are things right now happening that are trying to wiggle their way in this church building, trying to change the environment. I know that I don't know about how you do it, but this is me. When the praise singing is going on, when when these individuals are up here doing their part and they playing the keyboard play, awesome keyboard playing. Amen today. I'm so proud of our keyboard player. She's rocking. I'm so proud of our soloist. Come on, Sister Skyler just belting out. Come on, Sister Drummer belting it out. Come on. Sister Reese. we know she can sing. It's, 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 it's a cheat code with her. Same with Hannah. I'm not praising Hannah. I praise her not. But let me say this about this praise team. You know what they're doing? What they're spiritually doing is they're going up to that box and they're, they're saying, oh, we need it more fervent in the house today. We need it. We need it. We need it going in the house today. I need, we got to adjust the temperature in the house today. We need to make sure that the, the, that that not you're comfortable, but the spirit of God's comfortable. Right. I hope you understand that we didn't set the temperature, the Holy Ghost temperature, to your feelings. I want to set it to what He desires and what He wants and what pleases Him. And what I do during that time, they're adjusting the thermostat. I'm trying to protect the thermostat. I'm here praying, God, thank you for your time. Thank you God for what you've done. I'm singing along with every verse and every chorus. I'm doing the best I can to hit those notes. I'm doing the best I can to hide my terrible singing. I'm doing the best I can to stay on beat with the worship. I'm trying to do the best I can to ignore the offbeat tambourine player. I'm doing the best I can. (laughs) doing the best I can, but what i 'm doing is i 'm also praying God, protect us from things walking in this house and trying to change and touch the thermostat god i pray against the anxieties and the depressions that are seeping inside this room i'm praying i'm praying against the hesitation and the distraction of this work week that we're going into and i'm asking god i, I let tomorrow worry for itself today i just got to worry about today and today he's worthy to be praised i pray god protect this place protect the temperature and the thermostat of this place. That's what I'm doing. I'm praying through the entire time that God cover you and protect you and that God doesn't hide his face from you. Come on. asking God to keep things in front of us and help us to understand that we have a job. We have a duty and I can easily And I can easily preach this to the entire church and say, church, this is to you, but not today. Fathers, this is for you. We as fathers need not to keep leaning on our wives to be the spiritual guides of our homes. We need men to be men. We need fathers to stay and step into that role. we need fathers to be like, I'm just gonna say, I had a great father who would wake up early, early every Sunday morning. I'm telling you, he was up before or the crow would sing or the cockle doodle would ring. Whatever whatever bird you keep in your house. He was up before them Ma all making coffee. He was dressed for church at 5 a.m. Come on. Come on and I'm telling you I would do everything I can rest my head on that bed and we had stairs okay and how about you but my body was in tune for every Sunday morning to hear the stairs coming up the st- the footsteps and I knew I time it. I'm like oh god and I'd sit up like I was awake <laughs> my dad would bust open are you awake oh yeah uh huh and I'd look like this uh huh. Drool, just like a partial sheet over a leg, just, just a, a mess. Okay, I'm just making sure you're awake because we need to get up, to get ready, to be early for church, because church starts at 10 a.m. Holy Ghost, help me. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on church starts at 10 a.m. and we're going to get there at That's 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 the father I had in my home and that father took the right to protect the temperature of the house. All right. All right. I speak to you men. I don't, question, I don't question your duty to this world. I don't question your duty to your house or your home. I believe that you wake up, and you wake up Monday through Friday, and you put you know your shoes on, and you put your pants on. Hopefully, you put your pants on first before your shoes, but however the process you do, it, you do it. I believe you get up, you get to work on time before or just in time, whatever. I believe that, but I ask you, why not do it here? Why, why, why do we give this world our devotion, our time, our, our best, but when we come to the house of God, we we drag in ten minutes late. We we drag in at the eleven a.m. hour. Maybe not even at the eleven a.m. hour. Maybe the eleven forty-five hour. I'm getting done. <sighs> I'm, I'm trying to speak to some fathers today to say it is your right and it is your duty to protect the thermostat. Yes, 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 yes. It's your right and duty to protect it. As a father, you determine so much. You determine what you allow in your home. You determine what your children listen to. You determine what you entertain. You get what I'm saying? No, listen, I said it in such a way that what you entertain, not what entertains you. Come on. All right. All right. Come on. All right. We we as fathers are standing in the duty, the right, and let me just say this, the privilege to be a steward of the child of God in my home. God selected you. Say that in yourself. God selected me to be the steward of the child of God. And it's my duty to set the temperature and say, don't touch the thermostat. I don't want to touch it. It's our duty as fathers to make sure in our homes that we speak things in righteousness, that we, we address the communication in our home. We, we don't allow certain things to be said over dinner, dinner room table and banter and chatter, that we say things that are godly, that are righteous. That we let good things flow out of our mouth. Yeah. Paul says it this way in 1 Corinthians 15 and 33. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Awake to righteousness. Righteousness and sin not, for some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Fathers, we determine, we determine whether or not evil communication is being spoken out into the atmosphere of our home, and it's changing the temperature of our houses. If we allow bad things to come before our our, our children's ears, we get frustrated of the pastor. Say, I can't believe that pastor was getting on me for being late for church. That's, who does he think he is? <laughs> Holy Ghost, help me. Amen. Let me just say, let me just say something. The moment you say something at a dinner table that goes against the word of God, even the man of God. I know, hey, listen, you can beat me up all day. That's okay. But don't beat this up. Don't don't, don't say, I don't agree. I, I work really hard to be in agreement and in the flow of this thing. And so I promise you, I'm going to stay in that vein. If I stay in that vein, be careful what you're saying. Because you're not helping, you're not helping the matters. You're hurting the foundation of your children. The moment you take this out and disrespect it, and beat it down, and tear it up, and tear it apart, and say, "I just don't agree with this, and I don't agree with that." Let me just say, you're changing the temperature yeah. in your room. Come on now. come on now. We determine the topic of discussion in our home, fathers. Yeah. We de- we decide whether we uplift or we tear down yeah. in conversations at the dinner room table. We, we decide, like James says in 4 and 11, Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judgest another? He says this in Ephesians 4 and 31, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking, be put away from you with all malice. See, I want to be a father who uplifts. I want to be a father who encourages. I want to be a father who's at the dinner room table and say, "Man, did you see how good they did today? The worship team. Did you see the volunteers today? How on point they were? Did you see? Did you see all those things happening? I want, I want you to hear it. I, do don't, I don't want you to, kids. I want you to see that I'm honoring those who deserve honor. Right. Romans thirteen seven says this: Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute. Right? We know that they're more custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear and honor to whom honor. It's time for fathers to protect the thermostat. Yes. We determine what is priority and what isn't in our home. You you press that up and down. Uh, maybe you've got one of those smart therm- thermostats, uh, those those ones that you can dictate by your phone. I don't know, I don't know how yours works. But I'm, 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 I'm like I said, I'm a two Christian. I got one of those old ones at the house, and I got to press buttons, and I got to turn things, and I got to make sure things are protected. I've got to make sure things are set in priority. I let me just say this: I'm asking you a question. These are just questions I have to speak out loud. What what is the priority of giving in your house? I remember every single Sunday morning, without, without a, a single time missed, I would hear my dad in his room. You know, I think my dad he was so strategic that he was already ready. I mean, he, like I said, he was vested up with a tie. He always wore vests sweater vests. And uh, that's how I picture my dad. When my dad passes on, I'm going to see him in heaven by his sweater vest he's wearing. That's, uh, that's my dad over there. But here's, here's what I remember. I just remember him by his dresser. And he had his little thing where he kept his watch and certain things and knickknacks, And he had a bunch of quarters in there. And every morning, I'd walk in and he goes, here you go. Make sure you give this in the offering. Yeah. Without, without ever, I never came to the house of God. And I never, I never had a moment ever in my history of being in church since the day I was born where I didn't bring something to God. (laughs) (laughs) Because I had a dad. I went to the thermostat said, so, yeah, we're going to set it. We're going to be givers. We're going to mm, we're going to turn that knob to sacrifice. Let me tell you, what, let me tell you the truth here. Isaac never questioned whether his dad was into sacrificing or not. Come on. Come on. <laughs> he knew Abraham was all about sacrificing. <laughs> Imagine that walk down that mountain. Man, my dad is serious about sacrificing to God. Man, my God. My God is serious about being a provider when we need him the most. I don't know who I question who had a greater a, a, a greater desire to meeting the Jehovah Jireh. Was it Abraham or Isaac himself? Saying, thank God for the ram in the thicket. Thank God for an angel that stopped the swipe of that knife. Yes. I'm telling you right now, we need children to know that fathers are going to set the temperature of sacrifice, that they're going to be givers. I'm telling you right now, Solomon never had a had a search and go back and forth to Lowe's or to Home Depot to find a, si- a single board or a single bolt to put together the temple of God. He had a father that made sure, I may not be able to build it, but I'll make sure you'll be provided for. I'll make sure I'll have every single of Lebanon put together. I'll make sure that you will have storehouses upon storehouses of supplies that I will make sure that I will sacrifice everything that I have to the kingdom of God. Yeah, yeah. See, David would go to that thermostat and he would he would he would early, early in his life, he would say this in this verse, 2 Samuel 24:24. 24, 24, he'd say, I will surely buy it of thee at a price. Neither will I offer burnt offerings unto the Lord my God. Out of that which doth cost me nothing. He understood that sacrifice c- costs. And I'm grateful for fathers who set the dial, who set the degree in motion and say, our house is going to be a sacrificial house. Fathers, we determine how it feels in our environment. We, de- we determine the love. We, de- we determine the joy. We determine the hate. We determine the bitterness. We determine those things that are anger. We, we determine those things. We adjust those things in the house. We, we determine backbiting and slander. We determine, we set the temperature. But I'm praying that you understand it's not just setting it, it's protecting it. Yes. Protect the thermostat. Don't touch the thermostat of my home. Don't touch, don't touch the spiritual temperature of, of my marriage. Don't touch the spiritual temperature of the children. I, 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 I'm a father over. God, help us as fathers to awake to the priority that is given to us. I tell you, I hope my children don't question. I hope they don't, they're not confused whether I'm for this or not for this. I'm not sure if my dad likes to praise God or not I'm not sure if he likes going to church or not I don't know I I'm not sure because I don't know what he does when he gets to church he just kind of stands there no 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 the word of God will say this in Revelation 3 he said I know thy works verse 15 I know thy works that thou art neither cold nor hot. I, I, I would that you were cold or hot. So that because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my that's mouth. That's right. Fathers. Let's let's set the temperature. Let's set the temperature in my praise. God forbid if my children worship better and harder than me, right. <laughs> was, well, Pastor. That's it's not a competition. No, it is. <laughs> I, I, God's given me daughters. Okay, I, I don't have sons, so I'm going to ask fathers who have sons. Okay, tell me the truth. You're in competition with your sons. How many of you? That moment you were playing basketball with them. Okay, they're they're small. You're boxing them out. you know, like, you got the size, but all of a sudden they start getting bigger and faster. Right? What do you start doing? You start hacking them. <laughs> You show them that dad strength. That's next year's message. I'm telling you, there's a whole other level of strength when when you become a dad. But I'm telling you, you you lay in them. You teach them what the NBA really is like. Why? Because the competition in you is like, no, no, no. You ain't going to score on dad. Your dad's going to be king forever in this house. Why can't we do the same thing in the church? Why does our kids lead us in praise? We need fathers to say, no, no, no. That's my job. Let me set the temperature. I'm going to make it hot. I don't want to be cold or lukewarm. I'm going to be fervent. They're going to know I'm going to worship God. I'm going to praise him with everything that I got. He's holy. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on, if you're a good father, you don't just go there once, you keep going by and looking at it. Oh no, I don't know. Yeah, it needs to get hotter in here. You keep making sure it's working, right? That's what we have to be. We have to be consistent. We have to keep pushing. I tell you what, there's there, this is up to us and I I love the mothers that we have in our church and, and in this room. I'm grateful for them and they, nur- they nurture, they care for our children, they, they baby our kids. That's what mother do but my god fathers you got to protect you got to be violent with it what i mean by violent i'm talking about sturdiness and boldness and some some moxie in your spirit and say god this this is my duty to protect the environment the temperature in my home and in the house of god Hmm. I want to speak, I'm, I'm closing here shortly, but I want to talk about a particular father in Scripture. His father, he is doing the best he can. He's doing everything he can to live righteously and walk uprightly. And this father, in Scripture, he took a notice of some temperature changes happening around his environment. He noticed that things were changing. That it wasn't just the house he was in, but he walked outside his house and he's like, "Whoa, things are changing. Uh, the temperatures—it's a little bit different. It's not—it's not the same temperature as it was when we first came here." Uh, you call it global warming. When Whatever you want to call it, but I believe it's it's something different. And as he's feeling the environment, he's noticing some things. He's he's noticing the people that are around him. That they're seeking signs and different places. They're not they're not trusting in God and God alone. They're they're not trusting in His ultimate Word. They're they're doing things against His commandments and His desires. And they're going against the things that He's He's brought them through. And he's thinking to myself, man, what why are we changing right now? why why is our world changing why are we allowing sin to be so evident why are we redefining sin why are we saying sin's not sin anymore why are we allowing this to to be the normal in our world today why why are we struggling with the bathrooms we go to why are we why are we why are we confused about who we allow and Come on. Come on. Come on. There's something about the atmosphere that was changing the world around him. He's like, it's getting it's getting it's getting worse. It's waxing and waxing worse and worse. And he's like, God, this temperature, I hate it. I don't like it. I I don't feel I hate the degree. He noticed that there's different gods being introduced around him. Idols are being worshipped. One particular God was God of Nana, which is the moon, which is a moon god, a celestial god, and this this little G God, right? And he's he's seeing everyone just pay attention to to the moon the stars and astrology you know people people aren't going to god anymore and asking lord what my tomorrow is going to be like they go to a horoscope and say well i happen to be a gemini slash uh, you know elephant monkey uh you know banana uh you know i have a 12 inch foot what's my sign today they're seeking wisdom where wisdom doesn't exist. They're, they're looking for things and places and saying, "Well, what's my birthday fall on?" Or well, therefore, ah, well, this happened to me. That's why, because, because of the fortune cookie I opened today. This, this father's like, no, 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 no. We've got God on our side. We, yeah. we have, we have someone we can run to. We have someone we can seek. We have someone we can find. Yeah. He's real he's tangible we know who he is we know he's, he's 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 the beginning and the end he's 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 faithful to us so why would we go anywhere else and he notices another god show up Amaru god and Amaru is is interesting this particular Amaru god is a god of the mountains uh, he's it's a god of the just kind of the surroundings they were in and they' were like man i'm, I'm noticing a temperature shift every everyone's worshiping the the current d- dilemmas right now everyone is giving so much time and so much fear and so much so much pause to the environment of the current issues mm-hmm. 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 These things are dictating my fears. These things are dictating my worship and the way I go outside my home and trust in God. I, he's, he's, this father is just, he's feeling this temperature shift. He, he doesn't like it, he hates it. And he's looking at his kids and he's thinking to myself, I know this is the world we live in. Should I, should I go to my thermostat? Should I adjust it for out there? Or should I keep it the way it is in here? He's noticing more things around him changing. He's reminded that I set the environment of my home. He's reminded that I'm responsible for protecting the environment of my home. He stirred in him. And he go, we can read it together. He goes to the thermostat. Joshua 24, 15. He looks at it. He's like, mm, I'm telling you right now, it may seem evil to you all. <laughs> it may make me off course. It may be silly. It may, you may not understand why I like living in the temperature I like living in. You all right. All right. <laughs> may serve the Lord Jesus you this day, whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, that Nana, or the gods of the Amorites, Amaru, in whose land ye dwell in, but, let me, as for me, come on, you gotta do that, that dead, that dead. as for me, and my house, oh, we're going to serve we're going to serve the lord we're going to serve him in righteousness we're, we're going to serve him with all our might come on i need some fathers in the house today to be in agreement with someone who will protect the thermostat in the house hallelujah Hallelujah, let's all stand. Praise God. I, church, we're facing we're facing changing times, changing environments. We are in the middle of a climate we did not set. All right. okay. yes. All the world has been setting an environment Come that this on. church is sitting in but we are in a house today we are in an HVAC system we have a different temperature right. gauge right. that we must abide and live in yeah. <sighs> <Hallelujah>. <sighs> tell you one of the things I learned as I became a homeowner <sighs> I have to pay for things that break that's right that's <laughs> right that's right. Tell you teach a homeowner a valuable lesson one time in the summer when the air conditioning stops working. Why did it stop working? I don't know if it's like, I, for me, it's exactly how I felt. Things were at a nice, comfortable, cool 70. All of a sudden it went to 71. <laughs> <laughs> Something's off. Man. I turn the fan on, ignore it a little bit. 72. Oh my lord. I jump up. I run to the thermostat. Babe, it's 72 in here. It says set at 70. There's something wrong with our system. I'm feeling the vents. Right. I run up into my attic, and there's my handler sitting in a pool of water. Okay? What happened was, is I didn't change the filters fast enough. When I didn't change the filters fast enough, the system got overloaded, overbared. It couldn't breathe. It couldn't work right. And it stopped addressing the temperature of the house. I had to go change the filters. I had to renew the filters in my home so that air can flow again. That wind can blow again. I can feel it again. I can feel the presence of God again. I can feel the ebb and the flow of things again. And when that happened, it began, the system came back on. It began to work properly. Things began to work the way it was supposed to be. The temperature began to get adjusted again. I'm asking some fathers, you better check the filters of your life. You better make sure that there's things not clogging it. And I'm, I'm asking you the way you find out is by taking on an attitude and a desire that it's my duty. Now, I don't blame my wife. I don't look at my wife and say, didn't you know to go change those filters? Because that's not her job. Father, if you're a father in here, take this finger of yours. Poke yourself in the chest. It's my job. It's my job to make sure that the thermostat's working that the airflow was working <laughs> that, God, let there be an atmosphere where we can have the sound of a rushing mighty wind blow into this house. Hallelujah. I, I, I just, I was so overjoyed. I, for Thursday night, I had a very tiring week. I was talking to Mattman about this, about you know, scheduling things back to back and going through things. And one of the things we did Thursday, I do not regret. The Thursday we had our house to house meeting. I don't ever regret a house to house because it's, it's my way of going into my own home and adjusting the temperature and the thermostat so my children know there's going to be a place where the Holy Ghost can flow into this house. We're going to address a place. We're going to make an atmosphere that's conducive for the moving of God. We had such a powerful move of God in my living room. We talked about the testimonies of the Lord. Sister Smith was there. The Cooksies were there. My wife was sitting there in that room. and We began to talk about all the many times. We had a, we had a moment. We asked ourselves a question. How how do we get refueled we talked about about that awesome message preached last sunday stay lit Woo. go listen to it on the podcast but i asked the question what do you do to refresh yourself to to, to 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 put more oil into your lamp sister smith brought up the, one of the greatest points that he answers prayers that refuels me I could feel the temperature. that Sister Smith was playing with my thermostat. I'm like, okay, she's raising the temperature in this house today. But I I I'm okay with that. We need fathers to be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, right. We need dads to say, we, I want a spiritual household. Right. I don't want my kids to only know God at 6911 North Trenum Road in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh-huh. I need them to know that God dwells at 42 Fraser Firth Lane, Helgen, South Carolina. Right. I need them to know that he can be reached wherever you decide to set a thermostat. That's right. I want to ask us as a church, together, as fathers, right now. Oh, Lord, right now. I'm going to ask right now a special closing in prayer. Okay? I'm gonna open these entire altars. And I'm gonna ask our fathers to link up with their families. I'm gonna ask our fathers to begin to set a thermostat of praise. Begin to set a thermostat of worship. Begin to set a thermostat of commitment in the house of the Lord. Grab your spouse, grab your grab your kid, and say, We're gonna go closer to the altar and we're gonna we're gonna link up together. And I'm gonna say it this way: as for me. Yeah. Yes. As for me, I'm gonna ask my children and my wife to join me up right now. If you can, if you're able to. I know my wife's handling babies. Where's my kids at? I saw Ivy. Thank you, Ivy, for running that thing. Mercy's in the house somewhere, I think. Or she's in the back. Mom, dad, you can join me up here. You're part of my family, I guess. Praise God. We're going to pray a closing prayer together. I mean, come on over here. Hallelujah. Fathers, get a little moxie in you. Come on, make a decision today. As for me and my house. We're not going to obey the ever-blowing of the tides and the winds of this culture we live in, this sin culture that is attacking God, our children, that is attacking God, our righteousness, that is attacking the Word of God, our foundations. Lord, we're not going to bow down to the surrounding gods or the idols of this world. But as for me and my house... As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Come on, fathers, hug your family, pull them closer, begin to ask God for strength, ask God for a covering, ask God for some help right now. In the name of Jesus, I plead your blood upon us, oh God, oh Lord, cover us from head to toe and camp around us, oh God, oh Lord, help us as dads, help us as dads lead the way, hallelujah. Help us to adjust. Adjust our filters. Make sure, God, hallelujah, that we put in new filters. Renew us, oh God. Renew a right mind, hallelujah. A sound mind, hallelujah. Give us that power. Give us that love. Give us that sound mind, oh God, right now. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Come on, fathers, really quick. Let's give up a, a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You, Jesus. I love you, God. I love you, God. I love you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Kids, if I could just say this really quickly to you, I was very frustrated in my youth. (laughs) I had a dad who wouldn't let me touch the thermostat. I had a dad who wouldn't let me get away with changing the degrees of my relationship in the house of God. I had a dad who worked diligently to make sure I was at every youth service. I was at every youth event. That made sure that he sacrificed and he put in overtime to make sure that I could make every event. That, I, that I, He worked hard. He worked diligently. We, we weren't the richest on the block, but I guarantee you we were the most blessed. But I tell you this, we need fathers to set the temperature, to protect the temperature, and to keep other people's and other ideologies hands off our thermostat. Hallelujah. One more time, we're going to close in prayer together. God, thank you. Thank you for who you are and what you do. Thank you, God, for your hand. Thank you, God, for good fathers. God, I thank you, God, for good fathers. Good fathers learn how to be a good father because you are the good father. Uh, Thank you, Father. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, our daily bread. Forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who've trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, for thine is the power, for thine is the glory. In your name we pray together. Say his name with me, In Jesus' name, amen. If you were encouraged by this message, and you would like to connect with Ephesus Church, or you would like to get in contact with the leadership of this church, please visit EphesusChurch.com. Thank you for being a part.